Hi, everyone, and welcome to Mike Velarde's show. I'm excited to welcome the program, Mike Velarde. Mike, what's going on, man? How are you? Great, Neil. How are you? Fantastic. Who's our guest today? Kyle is our guest. Kyle, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and tell us, tell, tell the audience about what you do and how you do it. Awesome. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, my name is Kyle Reyes, as you said. Sure. I am first and foremost a husband, a father of four little girls. I'm a, uh, a Christian constitutionalist uh, when it comes to sort of my political stance. We are pro-law enforcement here in our family. Uh, we are pro-America. Um, I've been blessed to have uh, owned a marketing agency called the Silent Partner Marketing for about 13 years. And Fox News called us America's most patriotic marketing agency. And now I also happen to own the largest police news outlet in the world. Um, it's all under the 1776 project. Uh, we acquired law enforcement today, Blue Lives Matter, Mike the Cops YouTube page, Police Tribune, a whole bunch of others. And so we're just here to serve those who serve. So you must be a big Biden supporter then. Huge. Biden's my boy. No, I'm not a Biden supporter. I mean, listen, I think what's happening to that poor guy's elder abuse at this point, but that's a whole, I, mean, I don't know where we're going with this podcast, but I'm liking it already. So, I mean, like you go and see the coverage now. So let's talk about more about what you're saying. So basically your organization, really the marketing and everything is to help protect cops from what's going on in all this, right? Really? Is that major part of it? Yeah, I mean, so our, our marketing agency works in every industry you can imagine. The The one thing that ties that all together is that we only work with um, companies that support American values, first and foremost. Um, we went viral back in 2017 for what we call the snowflake test. It was our, our test to make sure we didn't hire whining entitled snowflakes. Um, that, that went massively viral. We, uh, we got 40,000 emails in a week, 10,000 job applications. Guys, I had like three open jobs at that point. It was a, a big hit. Um, but as far as um, the 1776 project goes with law enforcement today and police tribune and Blue Lives Matter, uh, what's happened in this country over the last few years has been a national disaster. The defund the police movement, um, you combine that with, you know, uh, one might argue, I would argue that the vaccine mandates in law enforcement were sort of stage two of the defund the police movement because they saw a lot of good cops who refused to leave or who didn't quit during that that first movement that finally said, you know what, I'm out during this. Um, but guys, I'm spending a lot of time with video teams on on our own dime on the border, uh, showing what's really happening, showing the, the border crisis and how it really impacts every single state. Um, we're taking on all of these topics that are relevant to give a voice back to the law enforcement community and their supporters, because frankly, nobody else is doing it. Well, that's tremendous. Kyle, We, you, I mean, you and I have a lot in common. I'm a conservative Christian myself, wrote some books on Bible prophecy, was a federal agent for 22 years. So we have the same values, which is why you're on the show, of course. Um, but, I, you know, it is this disheartening to see what's happening, especially with the FBI. Now, yesterday they indicted um, Hunter Biden on four counts of tax evasion. Of, okay. The, the, you want to know the real reason they indicted him? Go for it. So, so when he gets, because if they, they called him in on a subpoena for Congress so he could say, I take the fifth because now he's being charged. That All that was, in reality, is a way for him to have to say absolutely nothing because there's criminal charges pending against him. 
That, that makes sense. Well, and I mean, let's be honest, they they didn't even want to do this. They didn't want to go down this road. They offered him a sweetheart deal and everybody else stood up and said, whoa, what's going on? I, I mean, guys, listen, I have a lot of friends who are in the agency, right? Really good men and women who are boots on the ground, who frankly, a lot of them got pulled off of uh, child sex crimes so that they could follow January 6th, sirs. It's, it's a disgrace what's happening, but what's happening there is happening at the um, sort of that that brass level, right? It, it's a top down. And I think a lot of the corruption that we see, it's not from from your dudes that got into this because they really wanted to help and they really wanted to serve. Right. And so I, I think it's important, as you guys know and often do, to really differentiate between the two because there are a lot of good right. men and women who are out there. But, but ever since uh, January 6th, we've seen a huge rift that's been created. Right. right, exactly. And I, and I think this was a, a very smart tactical move on the part of the Justice Department, because they can always drop the charges, you know. Right, of course. But, but now he does not have to say one word. They He will be able to take the fifth on everything. And uh, uh, they're criminally brilliant. I've never seen anything like it. Absolutely. I agree. It's so, a, yeah. so there's no chance that, so he by doing this, it's helping him. It sounds like, of course, of course, it's helping him because he it, otherwise he's compelled to give testimony. But now that he's charged, he could say, "I can't answer. I, I plead the fifth because he's facing criminal charges." You know what's interesting on all this? I'm going to give you guys my prediction right now, um, and this is a prediction that I made a year and a half ago. And they often say, "I, I like to say, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth?" It's it's about yeah. six months at this point, right? right? right. Um, but I don't believe that uh, Biden is going to end up being in the presidential race in 2024. I think it's going right. to be Gavin Newsom um, without a question. And I don't care what anybody says. It's still going to be Trump on the conservative side. The, the guy's leading DeSantis in his own state by 38 points. And I love DeSantis, yeah. but I love DeSantis as the governor of the right. state I'm moving to. Yes. Right? right. There's no there's no denying who runs the Republican Party still? So I think right. we're going to see a Trump uh, Newsom race. It just becomes a question of how they take Biden out of the race. Um, the guys had, you know, I I was out with friends of his. Uh, don't hold that against me. Right. Uh, we were out on a boat touring the D.C. monuments from the water in uh, June of 2020, and a very close friend of his said. What's happening to to my friend is nothing other than elder abuse. His cognitive decline has been so bad for years that he's being propped up on on pharmaceuticals, and um, it, it's sad. And so the question becomes: How does he become removed from the race by that party that refuses to even hold debates? And I think you're going to see Newsom ushered in, which is why he's gone more moderate on some of the legislation that's hit his desk in the last couple of years, which is why he was just debating DeSantis which is why he was holding private meetings with the head of China. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about CCP influence and, and what's happening here in America. Uh, there's no better example than this. But how can Newsom be electable after what he's done in California? How can Newsom still be governor after what he's done in California? How can all of these Soros-funded prosecutors still be in office and not be recalled after what they've done in their own respective states? Your guess is as good as mine, but but there's power and money that's been moving behind the scenes for years now that that's holding these people in these positions. Well, well, it's very simple. The answer is that the Civil War veterans, the World War One veterans, the Revolutionary War veterans, they vote Democrat 
through the mail. And as long as they keep mailing in their ballots, they vote Democrat and you know, my my grandmother voted Republican until she died, and now she votes Democrat right, twice right. every single exactly. year. You know, I was uh, when I was on the border last week. Um, I I had the blessing of interviewing a couple of sheriffs and some police chiefs who are Democrats, and one of them, the uh, Hidalgo County Sheriff, very interesting guy, one of the best stashes I've ever seen in my life. He right. was like, uh, you know, anyway. So the uh, I was with TMPA. And TMPA said, hey, just to let you know, because we know you're super conservative, like before you go into this right. interview, just understand that the sheriff, he's a Democrat. And I said, I'm not, right. I'm not worried about that. I'm here to tell the stories of law enforcement. I don't care how you vote. Right. Uh, I do on a personal level, but that's a different right. story. So we go through the interview and this sheriff, man, he is blasting Biden. I mean, yeah. blasting Democrats on the open borders policies. He is blasting them on Second Amendment policies. So we finished recording and I said to him, sheriff. I got to ask you, I go, you're, you, you're a Democrat. And he goes, well, yeah, of course I am. I said, yeah, dude, listen, where I'm from up in the people's Republic of Connecticut, you are considered a right wing extremist. Right. He, no, come on. I said, you're, you're pro second amendment and, and you're pro closing the borders and, and actually caring about national security. You're a radical up by me, but you know, his point was down on, on the border. You have people who have voted Democrat through legacy, their entire family, their parents, their grandparents. Right. He is right. what we consider to be a Kennedy Democrat, right? right? And and we've seen such a shift and and the radicals in the party have really seized control of the party. And, yeah. and that's why we're seeing what we are. But, but this threat on the border, having just spent a week in Arizona with National Border Patrol Council, um, with Border Patrol and, and sheriffs and police chiefs out there, having spent another week out in Texas in the same capacity, going out with Texas DPS, Lieutenant Alvarez, National Border Patrol Council, TNPA, the border sheriffs, the border police chiefs. People don't understand the existential threat that America is facing right now. And man, I am just pounding it all over social media. We're blessed to have this massive audience and we need to wake people up because we are in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And so how are you, how are you, how are you going to be able to do that, Kyle? Especially when it's being shut down in certain ways, certain parts. Yes. So uh, first, I, I put it all in God's hands. Um, I feel like we've been blessed to have these opportunities. Fell in front of, you know, fell into our lap for a reason, right? And so collectively, um, we have about three point three million followers on Facebook. Um, not including my personal stuff. We have about 500,000 LinkedIn subscribers, about 600,000 YouTube subscribers, a couple hundred thousand more each on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, having been doing this on the marketing agency side for a long time, we know a lot of what kind of tips off the algorithm and, and we'll get things flagged. And so we're cautious about that. But what we try and do is we tell the stories through the stories of active law enforcement. There's no there's no conspiracy theories here. There's no making anything up. We just give them a platform and we let them tell about what's going on. I bring video crews to show like this is the truth. These are the numbers of Godaways. These are the numbers of OTMs or, or countries other than Mexico that are touching our border. These are the number of known terrorists that are being captured. These are the number of apprehensions. These are the estimates for Godaways. This is where they're going in the country. This is what's happening. You know, these are the number. We have less than 3% of overseas cargo that gets shipped into America is inspected. Less than 3%. And then it gets shipped all throughout our country to God knows where. At the same time that we have literally hundreds of thousands of young, fit, 
clean-cut, single, military-age men who are pouring into this country from countries like China and Maritonia, which is the Islamic hotbed of South Africa, uh, Pakistan, Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan. These are the ones that are coming in that are apprehensions. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, 10, 15,000 apprehensions a day, but they all get sent out. They don't get sent out, guys. They get shipped to wherever they want to go. They're being put on planes, on domestic flights in America and shipped into the interior of the U.S., given a court date five years from now, that they never show up for. And, and these are the numbers of apprehensions that then get released. This isn't even including those coming through the ports of entry or the gotaways, which many of my contacts on the ground estimate to be twice as many apprehensions. So process this for a second. Let's call it, you know, let's underestimate and say 10,000 a day apprehensions with twice that amount being gotaways. So now we're talking 30,000 people a day into the U.S. Your average small town in the U.S. is 5,000 people. We have 850,000 sworn law enforcement officers in America and millions of people pouring into this country every couple of months. We are in a world of trouble. How are you able to cover all this and figure out how to get to get this information from law enforcement and things like that so that you can go and really tell the truth of what's happening? Yeah, so we have a, I put together a board of advisors for law enforcement today because I'm not a cop. My background was in the media. I needed to make sure that we were being guided by by true ethical men and women who have served for years and years and years who are willing to call us out on good, bad, and ugly. Tell us what we're doing right, but tell us what we're doing wrong and how to how to better tell these stories. So we have the heads of um, National Border Patrol Council, the Federal Law Enforcement Officer Association, TMPA. We have Sheriff Lamb. We have Sheriff Daniels, um, UCOPS. We've got just some amazing leaders. We just had the CEO of Force Science who just joined us um, we have the uh, the head of the International Association of Police Chaplains to to make sure that we are approaching things from a, a biblical perspective in the work that we're doing to serve those who serve. And so we have that. Um, we're about to launch a, a massive project with Sheriff Lamb, um, and uh, he's going to be the sort of spokesperson face for it. And it's called Every Town is a Border Town. And so we're going to be working with law enforcement agencies all across the country to show the impact of the border crisis on their states and on their very local level. And so we bring in um, experts who are doing this every single day. And then we rely on those law enforcement leaders to bring in their networks and to bring in their contacts and resources. Um, this is not by my hand, guys. This is by God's hand that we we have both this voice and these connections and networks. And so we're simply a vessel to try and use this to bring the truth out. Now, I had heard there's somebody issued a warning, a law enforcement source of mine, that there's a planned invasion on March 1st. I don't know how true that is, of course, but that this is this is being orchestrated by the Chinese to really bring down America. There will be no they don't want to see a 2024 election. So we've heard that um, we've heard lots of things. And, and here's what's tough, guys. It's tough confirming anything, right? Because it's very easy in the social media world um, for there to be um, rumors and and uh, false narratives that are put out there. But but also there's it's very easy for truth to get out as well. So I look at the 2020 election, right? I think right after the 2020 election, I believe that the left put out a lot of false narratives to disenfranchise conservatives. You know, the right. satellites were hacked, the server farms were seized. And so right. you saw all of this information that was verifiably false and that was flagged as false news. 
And then conservatives at some point were like, yeah, it's obviously all BS. Like none of it's true. The election was was totally legit. So that when they saw the truth about what happened in the 2020 election, they no longer believed it. So I, I think that there's a little bit of that at play. Listen, we do know that there is heavy, heavy Chinese influence um, in, in the White House. I mean, all you have to do is follow the money. We know that it has touched both parties, Democrat and Republican. I mean, if you go back to, to the roots of the CIA director being tied in with uh, Chinese think tanks, uh, I mean, we have Ray has now come out, the, the head of the FBI, and said, hey, before September 11th, you know, we saw blinking red lights. Now there are blinking red lights everywhere. So this way, once there's mm -hmm. a attack, they can wash their hands and say, hey, we tried to warn you about it. And so... You know, when you see um, Chinese money and, and influence touch every aspect of politics, yeah, there's a threat. Do we have a, a threat in terms of the number of, um, you know, military age men who are pouring across the border? Yes. As far as specific dates go, I, I can't tell you, brother, as far as whether or not there's going to be a true invasion. Do I fear that? Yes. Do many law enforcement officers fear that? Absolutely. There has not been a single officer that I filmed with in Arizona, in Texas, in New Mexico, and these other states that have said that they are not preparing for the worst and preparing their families for collapse. Um, what that means, I, I mean, that's up to personal interpretation. We should all always be prepared physically, mentally, and spiritually anyway, right? Because there could be a hurricane that comes through tomorrow, or there could be a solar flare that takes out the national grid, and, and we'll see the loss of 90% of Americans' lives in the first 90 days. I mean, there's been congressional testimony on that. So we should all always be prepared. And this is why the Second Amendment is so incredibly important, because it protects all of the other amendments, uh, as well as protecting our families. Um, but when you start seeing a concerted effort to gut the Second Amendment, at the same time, you know, we were told for years, you don't need guns because you got the police. And now we're right. told, oh, we're going to get rid of police. Um, when you start seeing all of these come together at the same time, and now you have uh, the latest pneumonia virus or whatever it is that they're right. talking about in China, leading into the election, talking about the same timing. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I didn't hear about this. Can you go to this? What's the new latest pneumonia virus? Is this another? Yeah, it's, it's impacting kids in China um, in a couple of different areas. And now they're saying it's already hitting Europe. And so, you know, the, the timing is, uh, is. Is it bad as COVID or are they saying worse? There, it depends on on who you ask. There's not a lot of information coming out of China. Big surprise. Um, I don't think we're talking about the same levels of of death rates, but we've also seen Bill Gates and the WEF and and uh, you know these global organizations talk about what will happen in the next pandemic, preparing for the next pandemic. Um, there are many of us that that believe that um, it was all planned with COVID. There's a lot of data to to suggest that and to back that as well. Um, it was all declared as fake news before, right? Like it was all just a bat. It was a bat. And now we have documentation that says, yeah, they knew this wasn't a bat. They they knew that wasn't the case at all. So, you know, what I'm getting at here, guys, dates, all of that stuff. I don't know. We were told December 7th, there was going to be a string of coordinated terror attacks. Um, we couldn't get any confirmation on that. We saw no proof of that. So whether it's a flinch test or bad information or mm -hmm. rumors or the truth, we have no way of knowing, but we should always be prepared to protect our families physically, spiritually, mentally. Wow. Go, Mike. What else do you have on this? Well, well, you know what I mean. I mean, you know this this whole thing with the aid too. That's another thing. We're giving away money. We're destroying the value of the dollar. 
Um, we're in debt for $34 trillion. I, I think this is another tool that they're using to really destroy the United States. And and Biden keeps pushing. I mean, he won't do anything about the border. It's a joke. He could close it if he wanted to in one day, just like just like uh, Newsom cleaned up San Francisco. All right. When she was coming to visit. And I, I think Kyle is right. I don't think Biden's going to be on the ticket. No, he's too incompetent. And they can't, they have to replace him. They can't. Well, they, win with him. But let, let's call it what it is. This is really Obama's third term. Right. Like we know yes. really running the show here. And so the reason that they want Biden on the ticket, they want Biden on the tickets because they um, they can control him. Right. Like they, right. they sort of own him. Yeah. I think Newsom's going to be a little bit more difficult to control. But I, I think he's bought and paid for with Chinese money anyway. That's not a, mm-hmm. a racial thing to say. It's just a follow the money fact based, like who's funding what. Um, and so. There's that element. And uh, and I, I want to throw a pin in this for a second. I do have to point out, I want to clarify something, because some of your viewers are going to go, why is this dude sitting in a wall of <laughs> boobs behind him? That's probably yeah. that I clarify that. So we have a we have a series. Um, I actually rarely drink, to be completely candid with you guys, but we, uh, we have a series called Behind the Uniforms, and we invite active and retired emergency responders and veterans to come to the Whiskey Wall that if they drink, they bring a bottle of whiskey. We'll share a cocktail on camera. They'll tell you a story about a good day in the job and a lousy day in the job. And then their name goes on the bottle and the bottle goes on the wall. For those who don't drink or for those who want to bring another memento too, um, they bring pieces of of their life and service. So we had an officer who beat cancer repeatedly. And he said on his last time beating it, he was going to scale Mount Everest. He did. He took a rock from the top of Mount Everest. It, it's over there on the whiskey wall. And so- mm-hmm. Here at the wall, we've had some of the most incredible heroes and and warriors that have served this country, both in law enforcement, um, fire, military. And so these are their stories. But but this wall that's behind me, this is what we stand for. And so the stories that I've shared with you, the concerns that I have, these aren't mine. Like this is this is information that's coming in directly from those who who are serving in a local, a state, a federal capacity. Um, and and I can tell you guys candidly, I don't speak for law enforcement, but I can tell you that the overwhelming majority of them have raised the concerns to us privately and publicly that they are terrified about the future of this country. And that is why shows like yours are so important. And I'm so grateful that there's a voice that's out there that that's personable, relatable, that has been there. You guys have been boots on the ground. But that's helping bridge that gap between civilian and civil servant. That's that's at the core of what we're trying to do. And I'm just super grateful to you guys for what you're doing. No, it's it, definitely. And uh, what what do you say the next plan is? What can we do to make sure that there's no election fraud in 2024? All these different things. What can we do as especially to have an, a, a fair election? So. That, that's such a loaded question, man. We could do like a 20 hour long think tank on this and, and still have a lot to go. I can tell you that there are really good men and women in Congress that are still fighting on our behalf. Um, my best friend, Congressman Eli Crane out of Arizona is a true Christian constitutionalist who believes in uh, truth and, and righteousness and fair elections. Um, you know, as far as policy, there are a billion policies we could implement. I mean, listen, if I have to, if I've got to show ID to buy a bottle of whiskey, um, I should have to show ID to to cast a ballot. 
Um, you know, if we're talking about spending money all over the place on everything, hell, man, I'll I'll be completely on board with buying a national identification for every single person so that they could show it and vote. I'm down with that. That's a pretty good investment as far as I'm concerned. Um, there are a lot of policies that we could dive into, but I think people need to continue to raise awareness because I think a lot of people are are like lambs being sled to the slaughter, led to the slaughter at this point. And so we need to keep having these conversations, but doing it using megaphones like we're blessed to have um, with law enforcement today and Blue Lives Matter. Um, we also need good men and women to, to stand up and become part of the political process, too. And it doesn't have to be running for office at the national level. I mean, it should be at that local level, too. What we're seeing happen in some of these local boards of education, that's where it starts. We are seeing right. the radical sexualization of children in public schools. Right across the country. And we are seeing essentially a move towards the normalization of pedophilia. And parents have no idea what's happening. I mean, we publicly pulled our like we pulled our kids out of public school in the most epic of fashions. We did it on Fox mm -hmm. and to set the example of guys, we need to wake up. We, we need to start having these conversations. And so supporting true conservatives at that local level is a very, very important step because that's that's where it starts to, to build out and grow exponentially, right? If you can fix things at the local level and have local leaders in place that will work towards changing legislation locally and then nationally and then federally to have clean and fair elections, that's what we need to be doing. So let's talk, finished up with, they said Trump, as we saw his platform completely more to the right than you ever saw it in your life meaning like this is far different than when he ran before would you agree with some of his plans what he's planning for 2024 if he's reelected? i love daddy t a hundred percent and what i also saw at the border too was that a lot of people that are coming across the border that, um, that the Bidens of the world believe they'll be able to turn into Democrat voters? I actually think it's a miscalculation. A lot of the people who are coming across who, who do actually want a better life, some of the immigrants who are coming across the wrong way for perhaps the right reasons, are very, very conservative in terms of family values. Um, they believe in the nuclear structure. They believe in, in working. Again, many of them coming across in way the wrong way. But I think that they have miscalculated the family and conservative values of people who are coming across. Now, with that being said, conservatives need to get their heads out of their freaking butts and start winning the culture war because they can't they can't talk their way out of a paper bag. Like This is why I give keynotes at a lot of the conservative events. Yeah. Because we need to transform that narrative and teach them how to actually have conversations with families across America. Because I think most families truly have conservative values, but have been led to believe that this liberal uh, agenda is who they are because their families voted for Democrats. And this is not the Democrat of your grandfather's party. All right. Well, that's that, speaking, oh, we have Mike, one more question before I, was I gonna, ask. I was going to say the Democratic Party tells them when they come across, if you believe in democracy, you got to vote Democrat. You can't vote for the other party. So they don't they don't even know what they're voting for when they come over. Yep. Well, thank, thank God we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic yeah. and we need to fight to keep it that way. OK, absolutely. So, uh, best place people can find information on you, help you out in your cause with. Blue Lives Matter, and then also your, what your 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 business. Go ahead. Lawenforcementtoday.com, um, the silent partner marketing.com. They could hit me up on uh, Facebook.com slash Kyle Reyes CEO. They could find me on LinkedIn until I get banned from there and everywhere else. You follow Law Enforcement Today and Blue Lives mm -hmm. Matter all over the place. Super grateful to you guys. All right. Thanks, Kyle. Hey, and again, 
MikeFilardiBooks.com, WinningTaxSolutions.com, MikeFilardiShow.com, 2ACC.org, and more to come. Appreciate it, Mike. Thank you, Kyle. And that was the Mike Filardi Show, guys. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.